It's been said, comfort is the enemy of achievement. Think about that. Where is this more applicable than in our Christian race? That's right. What, what, what did I just say? Did I just say race? Mm-hmm. Is there anything comfortable about a race? No. If you're running it right, nope. Okay, don't, uh, don't get me wrong. Maybe it depends on you, but running for me is not comfortable. <laughs> okay, just look at me. <clears throat> but Paul goes further. He says, run with patience yep. the race that is set before us. What does it mean to run with patience? Well, what is patience? It's the capacity to accept and tolerate trouble mm-hmm. or suffering without getting angry or upset. I think I need some patience for running. Today I want to challenge us to reevaluate how we think about and how we view suffering for Christ's sake. Right. What does that look like? What does it really mean? Let's look at some verses and let's see. Turn with me to Psalm 15. Psalm 15. Now, some of you might be remembering that 24 weeks ago, or 168 days ago, I already presented this psalm to you. You say, Mark, why are you doing it again? You just couldn't come up with something new, could you? (laughs) Well, no, it's been on my mind. It's been six months since I presented all the things that we need to do this year. Have you done them? Have I done them? This is a reminder for me more than you, but maybe it'll be beneficial. Lord willing, it will. Let's read it together. Or I'll read it. Please follow along. Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly, and worketh righteousness, and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor in whose eyes a vile person is contemned, but he honoreth them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not. He that put out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent. He that doeth these things shall never be moved. Amen. This psalm has been called a question and answer psalm. There are a total of 14 phrases, the first two of which are questions. The last 12 are the answer to the question. Yes. There are six positive statements and five negative. In 99 words, look how much we see. Look how much truth is conveyed to us. How much conviction can we get out of them? Amen. Let's go ahead and look. The question, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Lord, who is your man? Who do you love? Who is that man that's a servant of yours? Let's look at the answer. Verse 2. He that walketh uprightly. I like how Charles Spurgeon explained this. He explained as, imagine a man on a tight, uh, tight walk or on a, uh, a tight, uh, yeah, a, a tight rope. Sorry, I'm searching for the word. He, it, one small deviation to the left or the right, over he goes. Are you walking uprightly with that intense focus? Focus it, knowing exactly where you're going. Or are you deviating? We can't lose focus, not even for a minute. First, uh, the second phrase, phrase four, and worketh righteousness. Righteousness is something that's worked. Okay, great. What does work mean? 
Work is activity involving mental or physical effort yes. done in order to achieve a purpose or result. Work is difficult. Work is tough. Yes. Otherwise, we'd go to work, but we'd call it fun. We'd go to fun every day. Well, it can be fun, I guess, but it's work. It's difficult. It's hard. Are you embracing it? Moses embraced it. Moses worked righteousness. He chose to suffer affliction. He chose to suffer affliction with the children of God yes. rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Right. Right. He got out of his comfort zone and he chose suffering for the Lord's yes. sake. Amen. That's Christianity. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Verse 3. He backbiteth not with his tongue. James goes into great detail about the tongue, doesn't he? It's pretty right. tough. It's an unruly fire. It's, it's untamable. Do you recognize the struggle? Do you resist the urge to say those things? Do you then embrace the struggle and realize you're doing something for the Lord? Right. If you do those things, you're headed on your way to his holy hill. Next phrase, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor. It's within our natures, our fleshly natures, to be unkind toward others. We must fight against it. Okay, got another question. What does fight mean? All these words we throw around, do we really know what they mean? Have we thought about them? Fight, to take part in a violent struggle. That's pretty rough. 1 Timothy 6.12 Paul says, fight the good fight of faith. Yes. If you do, guess what? You can lay hold on eternal life. Yes. Fight against those urges. Verse 4, into whose eyes a vile person is contemned, but he honoreth them that fear the Lord. Our society is inoculated against hate. They hate the thought of hate, yet they hate us. It doesn't make sense. But we must be completely opposite them. We must hate the things that they do. We must cut them off. We must consciously make the choice to hate evil. Yes. David esteemed all the Lord's precepts concerning all things to be right, and he hated every false way. Do you want to be a man after his own heart? Hate those things. Right. Here's where I really want to spend a little bit of time. Next phrase. He that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not. Think about that. Have you sworn allegiance to anything? Consider carefully. Have you sworn allegiance to Jesus Christ in baptism? Right. In a way, was that to your own hurt? To your flesh? Did you bury your flesh in, in baptism? Are you going to wimp out? Or are you going to keep your oath to the Lord? Consider. Romans 8.13 For if ye live after the flesh... You shall die. But if you through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. Now, what does mortify mean? Subdue by self-denial or discipline. The root of the word comes from death. Mortify. What's a mortician? Mortician is someone who deals with dead people. Right. To cut off, to deny yourself. Are you doing that? Are we doing that? Matthew 10, 38, the Lord Jesus Christ says, And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. Are we picking up our crosses every day? What does that mean? It means to deny ourselves, 
deny ourselves the things that we love most in our flesh and look at, and, and go, follow, intensely focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. Are we doing that? I like how Paul puts it in Galatians 5.24. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh right. with the affections and lusts. What the, okay, another question. We got a lot of questions today, huh? Crucifixion. What does this mean? It, it, it means being nailed to a large wooden beam and left to hang for days until death, usually by exhaustion or asphyxiation, characterized by agonizing and prolonged suffering. Right. Interesting that God, the Holy Spirit, would make Paul write down that, isn't it? Crucifying ourselves, our flesh. Right. Sounds painful. Are you embracing it? Are you suffering for the Lord Jesus Christ by denying yourself daily? If you're not, what are you doing? What are we doing? Jesus goes on. One, one more. Mark 9, 43 and 47. Jesus says, if your hand's offending you, cut it off. Can you imagine cutting off your own hand? If your eyes offend you, pluck them out. That sounds painful. But it's better to go into life maimed yes. than to keep your hands and eyes. Are you cutting off those things that you love most in your flesh? Right. Verse 5. He that put not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent. He that doeth these things shall never be moved. If you can do these things, you'll never be moved. Right. So, in conclusion, let me wrap up. Are you comfortable? Have you faced any struggles recently in your Christian race? If you haven't, it's time to think and reflect. Mm -hmm. It's time for me to think and reflect. We face circumstances each and every day that we should be denying ourselves, recognizing that we need to deny ourselves, embracing that denial because we're serving the Lord by doing it. Don't be discouraged. I don't want to leave you discouraged. We can win this fight. We can win. The Lord has given us his Holy Spirit. He even said, Jesus even said, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Embrace it. Amen. Galatians 6, 9, Paul says, let us not be weary in well-doing. Don't be weary, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. We'll get the prize. Just stay strong. 2 Corinthians four seventeen, Paul says, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, it's not very long, Worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Amen. Just, just remember, when you're denying yourself, it's not going to be forever. A better day is coming. Amen. May the Lord bless us to reject the comfort of our lives in our flesh, to resist, to deny ourselves, and to take up our crosses for him.